All right, welcome to episode six of Premature Bingo. It's, uh, it's been a wild ride so far. We've been having fun doing it. So we've got a great show today. Lots of things to choose from to talk about. Uh, we'll get into it with the weekly wine and then later some life's important questions. Uh, starting off with the weekly wine. Mike, I'll let, I'll let you go first. Take it away, man. Yeah, this one's a rough one. This one's a real rough one. Uh, yesterday, uh, I was just kind of scrolling through Twitter and there's a few guys who I follow on Twitter who... Uh, Hand out money picks. Great guys. Um, you know, really transparent about their record, honest about their record. Got a pretty good record. Um, usually you have to pay for picks, but you gotta you get free ones every once in a while. Right. Just clarify this for sports betting for anyone that doesn't Yeah. Know. Yeah, for sports betting. There's any girls listening. <laughs> <laughs> there are no girls listening. I know, I know. <laughs> There's no one outside of like a handful of our friends who's listening. Anyway, um, so they're called right angle sports RAS. You have to buy some of their packages, but they'll uh, they'll give out free picks, money, great service. So they give out this this pick, Reggie Jackson over fifteen and a half points. Did they did they give it out the way they gave it out the one time we yeah. watched it? Where yeah. they're, they're talking about yeah, basically, uh, they have the line up there. So if it's like you know over under thirty six points or whatever, they'll be like, all right, we're gonna do over 36 and then they'll like do like a review and then they're it's like go actually we're not it's yeah. it's yeah it's a go or it's a whatever It'll, it's a go or a cancel and they do that because whenever they release a pick they're, they're so influential in the market that the line moves so if they pick if they pick let's say like today if they pick las vegas minus six the line after they release that pick the line will move to like las vegas minus six and a half Right. It was just funny when we did it because we weren't expecting it. And they're like, all right, they're over under 36 and a half. It's, it's a cancel. And then they did it again. It was a go. And then they did another one. It was a cancel. And then they did another one. It was a go. It was like, dude, just tell me what the bet. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I mean, they're, they're a serious business. That right there is a great example of how serious these guys are. So I kind of just blindly tail them. Yeah. And they usually hit. But yesterday, I got screwed. Reggie Jackson over 15 and a half points. Right. Even money plus one hundred. I, uh, you know, check in as I'm going to bed around nine o'clock, and it's the third quarter. Four minutes left. Reggie Jackson's got fifteen points. <laughs> so if you don't know betting, if that, that's you a lock. Want, yeah, right. Over at that, fi- at that point, yeah. Right over fifteen and a half means he basically needs to score sixteen points, and you win. So I have a whole quarter in four minutes. I go to bed assuming that this is a win. I wake up, check my DK account. Number hasn't changed. And something must be wrong. Maybe like it didn't settle because DraftKings can sometimes fuck up. But I take a look and it said loss. I mean, that's impossible. That's, that's impossible. So I go on the box score. I go on ESPN.com to, to look it up just because I can't believe it. And uh, I think maybe he got hurt or something. I don't know if he did. Because I was so flabbergasted when I saw the game went into overtime too, and that was like the punch to the gut. Yeah, the extra. Then that was a knockout Not, punch. That's right. a left hook you don't right. see coming. Exactly. Not only was your guy unable to score one point in, in the a, in the rest of the third or the fourth, fourth quarter, but not even overtime. But not even which is overtime. An additional five minutes. I right. Think. Yeah. Yeah. Man, dude, those are the worst types of bet to lose, <laughs> dude. Especially if it's 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 even worse. Like you, you're lucky you went to bed or whatever because you don't have to suffer in real time. But like. If you have one of those bets and uh, and you're watching like an NFL like a Thursday night game or a Monday night game and it sucks, but the only thing that's alive, you're like, okay, I need like 
I, I just need a field goal. And it's like, the, you know, it's like the top of the fourth quarter. You're like, I just need a field goal to hit the over or whatever. Right. And then you watch it and like, uh, you know, someone fumbles on like their own 20 or something like, yeah. And it's like, oh God, like, how am I getting screwed like this? That, that, that is the worst. Those are some of the worst beats where it's just a lot. And you, you just need like one thing to go right and you're set. Yeah. And you've seen it a thousand times. Just field goal. Like, NFL. These guys can get a field goal, especially it's a tight game. So that was, that was brutal, man. That was, well, that was one of my most brutal losses. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. I mean, I didn't have a lot of money on it. It was a two-unit play. I like to keep the people guessing how much a unit is. But overall, I, mean, I think that was, that was my worst loss. Because that was one where it was, in my head, I, I no chance. Right. And I think now it gets in my head. Because one time I saw, or I had a bet. I don't know if you tailed it. Group chat. Yeah. Football on fire. Football on fire. Fire yeah. bats only. Yeah. So it was, oh. UMBC versus, I think, Carolina. I don't think I told that one. Right. Yeah. Some, it just goes to show how. And that's what I love about that chat. You see how big degenerates we are. Bro, I, I made a bet <laughs> last night. When this comes out, this this yeah. is for the Bucks Saints uh, Monday night game. And I I placed the bet and it was so ridiculous. I was like, oh my God, like someone in the group chat is going to see this and like screenshot it. It was like, yeah. uh, it was like, Taysom Hill, Crystal Lave, touchdown scores for the Saints. And then for the Bucs, oh, it was like Leonard Fournette and, and Mike Evans. And then it was like both teams to score less than like 20 points. So like <laughs> those players had to score the touchdowns, but it was like it was like $9 to pay out like $900 or something stupid. That's wild. But yeah, I was like, oh, I hope nobody sees this. Oh, I see it. I always check. I always like to see what people are betting on. Bro, Joe yeah. and I, it, I'm sure Joe will text once he hears this in the podcast, but we each always put in like, Two or three same game parlays for like the standalone football games, like the Monday Night Football, Thursday yep. Night Football, like each more ridiculous than the last. And we've had a couple this season, but I don't, I don't feel good about the one tonight. But we'll see. Oh yeah, tonight maybe we'll talk about it on a pick section. But yeah, I got, I got my picks tonight for tonight's game. Army Navy. But anyway, back to back to what we were talking about. It was uh, oh this <laughs> this random ass game because RAS released it. The same guys who gave me the pick that lost. They had uh they had some free releases, so I uh, I bet it, and I bet it for one unit, and I saw that cash out button, and there was four minutes left to go in the fourth quarter, and it was a pretty comfortable cover. Uh huh. I, I was comfortable with was where it was at, but they were offering me a cash out for like two dollars less than what the total payout would be. Yeah, so you might as well. And so, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, at what point are you just like, you know what? I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to roll the dice. You can have the $2. I got you here. Yeah. So if it's like, uh, so let's, let's say it's like 10 bucks to win a hundred, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's a parlay or whatever. Yeah. And you got the last leg. So you have one thing left and it's like, okay, this, this, my team's up by like 10 in the fourth and they have to cover, you know, four or whatever so oh yeah that's you're like oh like they, this should be good like they've been moving the ball all game but if it's like ten dollars to win a hundred and they're offering you like 85 to 90 plus on the cash out like you just like just take the cash out oh hell yeah that and also too the nfl i mean backdoor covers just weird covers it's the one sport where i never feel confident until that game is over right you know it, it's one of the few sports where unless that game is over man you yeah, you never know. You never know. 
Dude, on the topic of sports betting, while we're talking about this, yeah. we talked about this Sunday with the guys or whatever, but everyone posts pictures of like their Spotify rap. You know, you see your top songs, your top artists, all that good stuff. I love Spotify rap. Um, but it'd be funny if like DraftKings had like a rap. It's like, here's your DraftKings rap. Like, you suck. Like, <laughs> your top five teams you lost money on were like the Broncos, the Packers. Like, right. I'm like, God damn it. Like, you remind me of this. And like, the top five teams you won money on. It's like the Giants and like the Commanders, like teams you didn't even expect. You hedged 75 times. Yeah. <laughs> the times you didn't hedge, you lost out on a potential like three grand. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whack bets include. You know? Yeah. Your yeah. most, your most top five most ridiculous bets. Yeah. yeah. Like you're looking back, it's like, oh, yeah. Like, uh daniel jones to score three running touchdowns for like a dollar to pay out a grand it's like why would i ever do that like i picked 27 college football games money line and bet five bucks on it yeah Some wacky shit like that because then you go back and oh shit i did do that yeah it's just like the weird shit that you like do. you lose the most money on same game parlays like you just suck right <laughs> that'd be hilarious your biggest bet of the year was ooh. Oh, oh your biggest oh. loss of the year was oh god. Oh man. Dude. You know, dude, that would get divorced. There would be divorced marriages if that if, happened. If, if they made a Spotify rap <laughs> for sports betting and they showed it to your <laughs> wife. Oh, for sure. Or if she just like just saw it. Like, oh, what's that? Is that your Spotify rap? Uh no, it's my DraftKings. Mine rap. this mine this year would be that uh we we me and my buddy Jake, we did one of the like yeah. the free bets, risk free bets or whatever. On the we did we maxed it out, and this was like this was heavy on the oh, Bengals money line in the Super Bowl. I, I'm gonna <laughs> your biggest loss of the year was Bengals money line. Yeah, dude. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, one of my yeah, <laughs> but you got a free bet back. Well, we ended up losing a, like we only lost oh all right yeah Ooh, uh added around that one that was pretty good just the just the one part or two parts yeah. but uh <laughs> for the number yeah it was uh i think my most this year it was probably <clears throat> oh it's actually your fucking packers uh playoffs packers san francisco green bay at home Oof. playoffs i thought there was a lot yeah, me I too. was confident. I put a nice uh, <laughs> and fuck. I put yeah, I put bro, and I think yeah, I got a, I got a money line to it would have paid out. Yeah, it was one of those, dude. I I had one for that game too. Uh, well, not I didn't have one for that game, but I had futures on the Packers to win the Super Bowl at like fourteen to one odds or something like ridiculous, and I only hedged like. Oh, I I had like basically nothing because I was like, oh, like they'll beat the 49ers. And right. Like, yeah. Yeah, that sucks. That yeah. sucks when you have a game that you're like, fuck yeah. This is. Oh, like, it's the like, worst. Like, 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 let's do it. And then you put that money on it. Yeah. That's yeah. Next. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll hit you with this one. I had, <laughs> I had this weekly one today. So, like, when you're about to go somewhere and you're with people and someone's like, oh, like, I'll drive. And it's like, oh, cool. Like, I don't have to drive. Like, this is nice. And then you get in the car and the fucking tank's on E. And they're like, oh, I have to get, I have to get gas, like, right away. It's like, dude, like, if you're going to offer to drive, like, have a little bit of gas. Right. Yeah. Dude, the gas situation when someone else is driving your car or someone's driving. Oh, I have to stop and get gas. Like, why do you offer to drive? 
Right, like, yeah. It's not a big deal, but it's, yeah, it's like, I just don't offer to drive. That's the first thing you have to do. Like, you literally yeah. wrote here, and the line is below the E. Also, too, like, that's one of those things where you should be prepared for if you're going to drive people, especially if you're going to offer. Yeah. And th- that's the worst, too, because you probably just, you want to get to your destination. You drove to that person's house. I'm like, all right, cool. Let's get to the destination. You're pumped. You're ready to go. Oh, I gotta stop at a gas station. You're like, fuck, dude. <laughs> come yeah. on. Like, come on, bro. Do better than this. Yeah. Like, don't offer them. <laughs> Speaking of offers, uh, did you see the offer today? Is a uh, uh, the trade of the century is Brittany Griner for the merch merchant of death. Bro, that right there could be one of the worst trade deals since Ruth. <laughs> the Red Sox traded away Babe Ruth to the Yankees. Bro, that's that's one of the worst trades since uh, the Texans traded DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson. <laughs> Dude, I mean, all right, here, here's the deal. Like, yes, she shouldn't have been in prison. I feel bad for her. You know, she was what, smoking weed? Yeah, uh, it might have even been CBD. And yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> CBD. Of course, like, we should get her out, do our best or whatever. Right. <laughs> also, too, it's like a pretty light crime. Right. Like, overall like really kill someone so you can like you can wingle a little bit you can finagle around a little bit and we give up the fucking merchant of death this dude had his own 60 minute special that's how dangerous he was right i don't think the WNBA has ever had a 60 minute special let alone britney griner until she gets busted for weed in russia it's, it's like yeah like we, we should definitely bring her back and offer up like maybe we should have offered like cash considerations or like a future <laughs> second round pick or right. something like we, we like i'm all for getting her back but like for the merchant of death right can we like defer to the second half in world war three like dude we'll give you like a anything man yeah anything like listen we'll give you we'll give you a vodka and cash <laughs> we'll give you some svedka right we'll give you some smirnoff we give you some Schmirnoff. They got on ESPN like the ticker on the bottom of the TV. It's like breaking news. Like, <laughs> it was about a trade. <laughs> would it be funnier if so? Well, I think what, I think part of it is uh, I think it's a publicity play for for Biden to some degree. <laughs> Which I think it backfired now because everyone uh, reads the headlines it's like, "Look at me, I freed Britney Griner," but you gave up like one of the world's biggest terrorists, right? Yeah. So, what would be more, ins- what would be worse? This situation, Brittany Kreiner, some WNBA player, is Brittany Griner gets traded for the Merchant of Death, the situation that we're in right now. Or, what would be, or, scrap that. Get rid of that. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. What's a more accurate trade? We know that the Merchant of Death and Brittany Griner on two different levels. That's like trading a rod away for like a bag of sunflower seeds. You don't right, do it. right, right, right. It's this line. It's we got the the shitty end of the deal. What would be a more accurate trade? You can make it up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to think of. Uh, I'm trying <laughs> to think of who's on the level. Of, we'll give you Justin MOD. Bieber. We'll give you Justin Bieber. Ooh. You can have Justin Bieber. He's now a Russian citizen. He speaks Russian. He does little shows, performs for Vladimir Putin. He goes around. He goes around the world, and when he gives his concert, you know, at the end, he goes, yes, and God bless Mother Russia, and 
uh, Ukraine is full of white supremacists and he shit talks Zelensky. He can do that. Russia, you have Justin Bieber now as your official propaganda king. Not, I think that's, that's fair trade. Not, not a bad offer. Definitely, uh, definitely one worth consideration. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, one of the things I think is stupid is people were saying like before everything went down, like, oh, like if this were like uh, LeBron or whatever, it'd be different. It's like, well, one, it's not LeBron. Yes, and- it would be different. <laughs> it would be different. You're right. It would. Why? Because people care about LeBron. Well, right. I, it's like if it were like PJ Tucker or whatever, like, no, it'd be the, the exact same. Like for the NBA, it's like, yeah, it's, <laughs> you know, that's like saying. If it was the president who got kidnapped, this would be a bigger news story. Yes. Yes, it would. As opposed to some rando in West Virginia. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you're right. It would be bigger. And I think everyone would objectively go, hey, no one deserves to be kidnapped. But some meth head in West Virginia. For kid- the merchant right, right, of death. Right. Like M-O-D. Kid- right. Exactly. There's a big difference between a kid getting kidnapped in West Virginia and the president. It, there, it, there just is. And we gave up Brittany Griner for the merchant of death. Like, dude. U.S. got fleeced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude. How, how, like. It's like trading. Who it's thought like, this was a good idea? It's like, oh, yeah. Like, we're going to trade uh, Steph Curry for, like, you know, like. For Seth Curry. <laughs> it's like, that's not a good trade. Right, exactly. <laughs> you give us $100 and you then have to go outside and rake the leaves. Deal. <laughs> <laughs> what? I get to rake the leaves. It's like, uh, I get to rake the leaves. Mark Twain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's wild shit. Um, but overall, I, do, you, do you think anyone's like, yeah, oh God, great deal. Other than Britney's wife and Kamala and Joe. Because yeah, they're like, like, oh, look at us. Look at the deal we got done. <laughs> it's like an episode of Pod Stars. Yeah, it's... it's <laughs> Bro, dude, Russia is like Rick Harrison. <laughs> uh, best I could do is the Merchant of Death. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Chumley's there. Oh, that's the... <laughs> best I can do. Yeah, oh my... Gosh, on this episode of Pawn Star, I have uh, Vladimir Putin. I have uh, no, 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 no. It's Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Uh, hi, we have uh, we want Brittany Griner back. Oh, wow, that's uh, that's gonna be a tough one. That will cost Trump, you. Trump, get on over here. What's this, boss? Oh, this is a washed up. Let me let me get my WNBA superstar. What's an M- WNBA superstar? Let me tell you, chum, it's women's basketball. Who would watch women's basketball? <laughs> exactly. So, uh, best I can do is the Merchant of Death. Like, come on. Oh, you got yourself a deal. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, deal. <laughs> wow. I'm so happy with what the Pawn Stars offered us for the Merchant of Death. <laughs> because now Britney's back. <laughs> the old man. Them. Them fuckers are stupid, but I like making money. <laughs> no, they have to have an expert come in. Who would yeah, the expert yeah. expert be to come in? 
Uh, I don't really know. T- oh, go back to that. I, just, I don't really know too much about the WNBA. Huh. No one does, chum, because no one watches it. Yeah, we're going to have to bring in an expert on this. <laughs> Who would come in? I have no idea. <laughs> Some uh, WNBA expert. God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that show is best. Um, dude, one of the other ones that, uh, kind of random one, we were watching Shutter Island last night. Great, great movie. movie. Great. This is the second time I've seen it. So first time I saw it, you know, great movie or whatever. Uh, second time, still a good movie. Cause it's like, you get it from a different perspective. Like you see how everyone's acting, like giving each oh, other the eye and everything. And like the second time around is better. You know, like that dynamic with like water and fire with like the, you know, the fire is like the hallucina- hallucinations and the water is like, you know, more reality based. Uh, yeah. And then some of the things were like he, you know, he's like adverse to the water because of what happened with his wife, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But what the thing I noticed above everything else was how ridiculous it was that the guy got like two hundred people to do this experiment for like two days, and I was like, <laughs> dude, that must cost like a million dollars a day, like paying these people to to do this for like you have like two hundred people, right? That's like the Truman Show. Yeah, like, we're gonna do yeah, a Truman yeah. Show for just this one guy, like a like the opening scene when he's on on a boat. Yeah. And also, too, like, hey, everyone, just kind of pretend. That's a lot of money. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's a great movie. Leonardo, one of the best. Joe oh, Pesci, yeah. one of the best. Joe Pesci's not in it. Isn't that the guy that plays his uh, partner? Leonardo DiCaprio? That's Mark Ruffalo. Oh, shit. That's who it is. <laughs> yep, Mark dude, Ruffalo. Dude, big difference. <laughs> Pull up a picture. If you don't know who these two actors are, Pull up a picture of Joe Pesci, Pesci and contrast that with Mark Ruffalo. Tell me where you got it mixed up, Joe. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> the bad guy from Home Alone. Bro, I'm going to cut and this. And the Hulk. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's Pesci. bad. I just pulled it up. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what I was thinking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a clown move. Uh, you know, speaking of actors who I like can't stand, and I don't know why, but it's Miles Teller. I'm not familiar. I know he's in like oh, the Boys, in, he's but uh, I don't he, watch it. He's in everything. He, he was in Top Gun. I haven't seen it yet. Maverick. Yeah. yeah, he's in Top Gun. Maverick. He's just kind of everywhere right now. He's like the it actor. Remember yeah. Shia LaBeouf? He had his yeah, time yeah, as the Transformers. It actor. Right. Exactly. Shia LaBeouf had the time as that it actor. Well, Miles Teller, I think, is just another Shia LaBeouf. Like, that's all he is. You know, he's kind of an average-looking dude. But, like, Hollywood tried to, tries to, like, make him really masculine and good-looking. Yeah. But really, he's just, like, you know, he's just an average guy. I just don't think he's a good actor. Yeah, I wish I, I could just, debate you. I, I, I got to watch something with him. So, I watched The Offer, which was a, a series. On okay. I think Paramount Plus about the making of The Godfather, one of my favorite movies. Miles Teller's the lead. And there's this other guy who plays one of the producers. I think his name's like Matthew Good, the actor. Okay. And I don't know if Matthew Good is just that good of an actor in Miles Teller or or if Miles Teller is that bad. But dude, them side by side, it was just like it's like seeing a good actor next to a shitty actor. Yeah. And you had a whole series to see that. And I'm like, you know what? I don't think Miles Teller is that good. But what do I know about acting? I just don't like him. Hey, I don't know. He's on my asshole list of 2022. <laughs> oh, he's, okay. he, right, that he's, we're he's into? so overrated. 
Oh, he's just shit. like, dude, no. He he, <laughs> dude, you should know him because he went on vacation with Aaron Rodgers. Like, dude, you're not that sick. <laughs> yeah, I don't. You can't I, be doing all this shit. I don't follow Aaron Rodgers. It was the Hawaii trip. Yeah, maybe they did ayahuasca together or whatever that's called. <laughs> As you're sipping your Green Bay mug. <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> Um, let's see. What? How much time are we at right now? I I've got something. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's, just keep it going, man. This, Dude, we right, got I, so much time today. I've got a good one. So much time today. Yeah, you're right. Because we started right. early. So this is a good one. Um, I added this last night. I was going over uh my goal planning for 2023. So yeah. the last two years, some of my goals I've been great on, and some of them I've been I've missed. Like. Uh, reading, I've been pretty good on. I've I've been consistent in reading or whatever. But like, the last few years, I've been like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna meditate or I'm gonna do yoga or whatever. So this year, uh, my whole goal is to build habits, right? Power of habits. I think it's you know it takes 14 days or whatever to build a habit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, I'm gonna enter it in as like this is the habit I want to build. This is how I'm gonna grade it. And if I mess up, I have a punishment for each one that I don't get by the end of the year. So I wanna. Read them here. One, to hold myself accountable so that if I actually mess up, I get punished. Uh, but two, just to get any feedback on if you think the punishments are good enough or if I need to modify them. Okay. So the first habit I want to build is waking up at or before 7 o'clock each day. Um, so the whole thing here is I have to do it for uh, five out of seven days of the week. I'm not counting weekends for at least two months before the end of the year. And if I don't get it, I have to burn $100 in cash. That's the punishment. Who? <laughs> all right or you could like say 100 push-ups no because the 100 push-ups too easy i don't care about doing 100 push-ups but i will will care if i have to burn 100 dollars. so this is gonna motivate me to do it okay I, yeah that's not bad can we be there when you do it if it happens sure but yeah. it's not gonna happen because i'm gonna like start it. waking up earlier so you 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 sleep in past seven o'clock <laughs> <laughs> yeah my work, I mean, I don't have to start work until like 8, 830. It doesn't take me that long to get ready. I work yeah. from home. Like, Not bad. Yeah. So the next one here is getting in a habit of, of stretching or doing yoga a couple times a week. Um, so basically, if I, if I don't cross it off doing, you know, I think I put three times a week for two months. Uh, my punishment is I must listen to a full BTS album start to finish, followed by a full Cardi B album start to finish. That's like two hours of two artists that i don't want to listen to not only that <laughs> it's like the reverse you're stretching and meditating for your mental health it's so great for your mental health and then you have to if you don't do that then you're going to have your mental health damaged by having to listen to that yeah. exactly i stretched i really made stretching in the month of october i really put a lot of time and effort into stretching trying to stretch as much as possible for about three yeah three, about three weeks three weeks foam rolling stretching before i went to bed it like it, it made a difference made a difference yeah. it was just three weeks if i was more consistent with it like my back pain went away sciatica really cleared up so yeah dude if you do it. it consistently it's worth it for sure yeah um so next one here doing uh you know i had a couple foot surgeries or whatever so doing some of the pt exercises to like just keep the strength up yep uh, so if I don't do it, I, the punishment right now is to rewatch 2001: A Space Odyssey. The movie's like three hours long, Love that and it's like movie. an hour and a half. No, dude, that movie sucked. 
Dude, it's art, man. Stanley Kubrick is a genius. Okay, yeah. Visually, it's cool. But as far as like plot line or like keeping me interested, it's like, no. I don't need to watch this for three hours. There's the plot within the plot. Like, what's it about? It's not just a space journey. It's about human evolution. That's what it's really about. It's about human evolution and how humans have evolved too far to the point where they need to reset. I didn't like the movie. And okay. I don't want to watch it again. So that's what I have as the punishment. You have a, a, a better one? A replacement? Uh, I think you... You have to watch Titanic. Dude, that I think movie's t- long as shit, too. Right. Yeah, that's the point. It's long as shit, and it's really crappy. Yeah. Where at least 2001, at least there's some art to it, where the other one is just a James Cameron boner. At least I can look at Leonardo DiCaprio, though. I've got uh, two, two more here for, for the habits and punishments. So this one, cook one new recipe a month. Relatively easy. It's just once a month. Oh, yeah, that's easy. Um, but if I don't do it, I have for a punishment and I could, I'll do it on the podcast if I, if I have to do it, but <laughs> two parter one have to eat like the world's hottest gummy bear, like the one chip challenge or whatever. Yeah. And then two have to eat something with like a cricket in it. So anyway, we were talking about that. Would you rather with eating a cricket? So I was like, whatever, I'll just get like a sucker with like a cricket or like a, you know, s- some kind of cricket thing to eat. Like if I don't do that, I like that. <laughs> I think that's fair. Um, and then the last one was about uh, learning songs on the guitar or whatever. So if I don't do that one, I have to record myself singing and playing a song and post to social media with no caption. <laughs> I love it. We should jam, though. I play a little bit. Oh, I'm down to we jam. We should jam sometime, yeah. Yeah, we definitely should. Are all your guitars lefties? Yeah. 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 I got mine. Sweet. Um, yeah, so that, that was it for the habits or whatever. But yeah, I was like, if you have any other punishment ideas that I could use instead, let me know. I think if you don't, uh, if you don't learn a new song on the guitar, what do you say, once a month? Uh, I have like six songs, but like from start to finish, not just like, oh, I'm learning the riff or I'm learning like or this would chords. be like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think what you need to do is you need to learn. If you can't do that, you need to record yourself doing at least 30 seconds of singing and playing wonderwall or like a really douchey song oh, i love wonderwall like, <laughs> i do too yeah. but it's kind of like one of those songs has the british accent too that you gotta have to like try to sing true yeah I, today it's got it's like fuck this guy dude i cannot sing for the life of me but yeah i i uh i do know how to play that song though. that is a good one cool yeah that's yeah. what you have to do um Anything else on your end for the weekly wine? This has been, I think, the longest week, weekly wine we've done, but there's a lot of good stuff here. Yeah, no. Um, I guess we talked about Election Day. Remember, I came over to talk about Election Day. Maybe we can fit that in for my weekly wine, even though it's a little bit older. Yeah. Uh, but I think the funniest thing to do on Election Day is not vote. <laughs> because it, it, at my work and a lot of other jobs, what they do like I had the day off for election day. So my work basically said, Hey, listen, this thing we need you to do. It is so important that we're going to make it as easy as possible for you. It'll take you a half hour, 20 minutes, maybe. Okay. We're going to give you the whole day off. No work. Don't even think about it. Don't even worry about it for a 20 to 30 minute activity. Whole day off. All good. And on top of giving you the whole day off to do this 20-minute thing, and you're not, like, physically having to do anything, we're also 
going to get as close as possible to you for you to do the thing. You don't have to drive 20 minutes. You don't even have to drive 10. Yeah, it's like most, five. Most places you can walk to. My place I can walk to. Oh, okay. Like you can walk there. It's so close. And it's a nice day. It was, it was a nice day. But this thing, this one thing is so important that we're giving you the whole day off to do it, making it as close as possible, and it only takes you 20 minutes. Like, literally, it's like having to, I don't know, mail something, and the mailbox is right there. Right. You sound like Larry David. I'm not doing it. You're doing that. a curb bit. I am. And you know what? No, I'm not voting. I'm not. No, that's too much. It's too much. I'm sitting right here. I'm doing nothing. I'm just going to bitch and complain. Yeah, you're just going to mail in your ballot. <laughs> not even that. Not even that. No, not even that. I think it's the funniest thing to do is not vote. on. <laughs> Damn, dude, you got them. <laughs> because bingo. And also, too, like you have all these people like vote, vote. And they have all these campaigns, too. That even goes more to my point. They have all these campaigns. We're going to remind you. We're going to give you the day off. We're going to get the building as close as possible to you. It's only going to take you 20 minutes. And then even on football games, every commercial, LeBron James will tell you to vote. You'll have all these people calling you, reminding you, hi, this is uh, you know, Erica from John Peters campaign right. telling you to vote. Like People will be calling and texting you. They're going to make it as easy as possible. No, I'm not doing that. Dude, you know, and then the, the worst part, too, is when you go to the place and there's people outside with the signs like, oh, vote for this person. Like You don't already know who you're voting for. Right, like, you know what? You got it. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 is that a sign? Oh, oh, is, oh. is that a sign? Hold on, this, this random lady with a sign told me to vote for this person? <laughs> Screw everything. Yeah, all right. Imagine, like, uh, a lot of people those people, like, way. taking off work because you're going to go hold a sign out of the election place. Right, a lot of people vote that way. Dude, nobody votes I off bet. of seeing... No, 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 no. No. I, no, yeah. Bro, nobody... Because there's signs for everyone. It's not like it's not. There's signs for like uh the Democratic guy and the Republican guy from like the head to head or whatever. Like you see both signs. Everyone gets to vote. There's a lot of stupid people, and everyone gets to vote. And also, too, maybe they'll come in, and it's like two people who they've never heard of before, and the one guy seemed really friendly and nice with the sign. And like, oh, I guess I'll vote for that guy. I saw the sign. People will do that. Okay. Okay. That I'll, I'll give you that. That probably that probably does happen. But no one who's a big MAGA Republican, uh, you know, sees some person with the Joe Biden sign and goes, "Oh, you know what? I'm switching." It, right, right. It's always just like the, "Oh, I like that sign." Okay, like those people, <laughs> and their vote counts just as much as you. Yeah, that's true. One of those. Guys. <laughs> yeah. This this segment this clip is called "Crazy Things People Say." Uh, so we're at my grandparents or whatever, yeah. and like, it was just, you just know when you're going over my grandparents, like, you're, don't bring up politics because grandma, grandma is will talk your ear off and blah 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 blah. Like, <laughs> and it's funny because my parents are more like on the liberal, like Democratic side, but not like they're like very moderate or whatever. And like my grandma's like super far right or whatever. So <laughs> those are the best people. Yeah. So they're talking. It, it started because they were talking about uh, the queen dying, and <laughs> somehow. Somehow that literally led to talking about politics because, like, of course, like, it's a natural flow. Right. And uh, uh, my mom says, she says, there's not as much, like, the one good part about Biden, even though I don't, I'm not a big fan of his, is there's not as much drama with Biden as Trump. And my grandma replies, 
you don't know about the drama because you don't watch Fox. <laughs> <laughs> the truth. Like, bro, come on. <laughs> I love. All right. I hate people on both extremes, but the yeah. people on the far right are a thousand times funnier and more fun because it's just so ridiculous. Like sometimes I'll, when I'm bored, I'm like, let's throw on Tucker just to see. And just like the people who he has on. And then I picture in my head, just like some couple, like, yep, there go Tucker again with the truth, man. Like, God bless. You see what they're teaching them kids in school? I told you, Becky. I told you. I know. Uh, yeah, this guy we went to college with. Yeah. That's just like that. I don't say his name, but yeah, I think yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's just like whatever's on like Fox News. They're just oh gosh, like, what? Dude, that's like that's like my grandma. I I think I think those people are so much more fun and funnier, as opposed to like the you know the freaking out on CNN or watching Rachel Maddow because they're just like bothered by everything. Right. Yeah. You know, like oh, they're so sensitive. Like, they're always trying to morally, you know, my moral dick measuring contest. Right. They're always ha- trying to have one of those. And they're so pretentious about how great of a person they are. <laughs> We're the far right person. Just like, hell yeah, I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, like, they fucking know it. <laughs> like, they know they're a fucking right. They're, I mean, like, a- yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it, like, it's just funny. They're just more comical. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Maybe, maybe I just don't watch enough far, yeah. left, far left news outlets. But if I want a good laugh, dude, I'll, I'll throw on some Tucker. Yeah, he's a clown for sure. <laughs> and it's, it's just like he did the one thing where Nancy Pelosi got her eyebrows done, and he called her Michael Jackson. <laughs> it's just like that is <laughs> that's funny because it's fifth. It's funny because it's fifth grader playground talk. But the guy's in a suit. Right. He's the most watched TV host. It's like real. <laughs> but it's yeah. great talk. And so it's that it, it's what makes people laugh. It's you expect one thing, but get another. You know, that that's that's really what makes people laugh. And so that's why I laugh at that stuff. And I think they're funny. Whereas, you know, if Rachel Maddow says something really like sensitive and really far left. Like, oh, yeah, I expect that to come from her. I don't know if that made any sense, but that's why I think Fox News is funny. Yeah, no, that makes sense. But, uh, yeah, I like, uh, I think I'm going to start doing that and just title it like crazy things people say. Like if someone says something so ridiculous, like throughout the week, like just remember to bring it up, like yeah. to write it down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One funny thing I heard <laughs> was the SAT was created by eugenics. By you like people who believe in eugenics oh really like that's a whack claim like oh it wasn't who's claiming that <sighs> tiktok oh it, all, right, all right i'll take this back it was a girl who posted a tiktok in a in a group chat yeah about like oh my gosh can you believe this it's like hold on stop you were a grown educated adult with a master's degree and you're like seeing a tiktok and saying like oh this is true here everyone dude like that 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 is scary but that is is kind of becoming more of the normal because dude like uh so 40 percent of people start their search like if they're searching for something instead of google they go to tiktok which is that's a lot of people that's frightening and it's a lot of the like the the younger like gen z or whatever which this person's an adult right i yeah that's just crazy they like they're like oh like that's 
I mean, I get for some things, like if you're looking for like a recipe, I'm sure TikTok's great for like, because right. it just starts with people like, oh, here, like, here's what you do. You can see it or whatever. But like, I don't know, like if you're searching for like, I don't know, like and it's detailed a, news articles. It's a recipe too. You know, if, right. it, if it, like, what's the worst that happens? You make some shitty food. Oh, I guess that didn't work. That happens all the time. But if you're trying to uh, bring up a serious topic and you start off with, I saw on TikTok, stop. Yeah. Like, just stop right there. Like, you can't use TikTok. I'm going to make this amendment. You can't use TikTok as evidence for any of your opinions unless they're sports or something, like, lighthearted. Right, right. Yeah. Like, who is the best bur- like Burger King, you know? <laughs> like, if you want to talk about like stuff like this. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, dumb shit like this. Like, this is what it's for. But don't be like, well, I saw on a TikTok about how they're treating people in Uganda. And it's just like, Oh yikes! Yeah, you like, gotta check. Like, some fact shut up. Yeah. Right, like not only that, but how about like read a Wall Street Journal article? Even even if someone said the New York Times, even though their credibility, in my opinion, has really been dis- dis- diminished, they're still. And, I still like the, the Times. Right, right. They're they're credible. Yeah, for sure. You know, here's a better way to put it. You know, they have a small slant to them. Yeah, that's fair. You know, they have a small slant. However, there is, for the most part, a lot of credibility there. Yeah, definitely. It's a real news outlet. Yeah. Wall Street Journal's the same way. There's a little bit of a slant to them. It's in the opposite direction. Yeah, definitely. But very credible. You know, um, you can criticize them, but at least you're criticizing them on like an academic platform. Like TikTok, what? <laughs> never meant to be anything academic on TikTok. No, uh, unless you're, unless you're in China because they force right. that. <laughs> Dude, that's wild. Yeah, in China they force you to like. Well, uh, not force you to watch TikTok, but they force like if you're watching TikTok, I think it's like the videos like have to be like education. Yeah, I I, I saw that or I re- I read that. I read that if you're spending like ten minutes for every ten minutes or something you, uh, a child spends on TikTok, after that it immediately goes to oh you, educational TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is wild. I mean, it's, it's wild. yeah. It's one of those things where you know it. it's better, but at what cost? There are so many of those things. Right, You yeah. know it's better, but at what cost? Yeah, I mean, yeah, if they give them, like, like I mean, 10 minutes. But, I mean, at least they get a little bit of, like, what you're looking for beforehand. But that's, like, <laughs> China's, like, the helicopter parent that's, like, yeah, I let my kids, like, go on youtube like once a month <laughs> right if they have to if they go on the app store to download an app i need to approve it <laughs> right although <laughs> if i was a parent and some in my kid like racked up like 500 dollars on like balloons tower defense five <laughs> i would be pretty pissed i needed the super monkey grenade <laughs> but that's different because you then you don't like put like your credit card in there. oh yeah yeah for sure right, right but oh i need approval to download subway surfers like <laughs> Jetpack joyride, right. temple run, <laughs> temple run, dude. All time game. I never really got into. Oh, I the love temple game. run. I never got into the iPhone game, bro. You know where I got into the iPhone games, oh. which is bad. But um, my history class in tenth grade, my math class in eleventh grade, like my there were some certain classes where the teacher was just 
so bad and like they just didn't care or whatever where it'd just be like like me and like several of my friends like all right like who's got the high score for the day or whatever you played on the phone you played on your phone. i may have yes i, I never really never never yeah i don't well so the dude this one guy like it was either i'd play on my phone or i'd sleep because he dude he would put you out in like 10 minutes like listening to him like he was so dull he just read from the book he had no like independent thoughts it was like all right we're gonna read the read from the book now page 83 like he wouldn't call on you and uh so yeah i mean it was either i would lay there and sleep or i'd play on my phone (laughs) well i mean did he care he never once said anything he seems like the type of teacher then who's just kind of collecting a paycheck so i mean at that point yeah that that at that point it's a two-way street he doesn't respect your time because he's just sitting there collecting a paycheck so therefore i will say there were other classes i played games in that i shouldn't have but this one was not one of them but there were definitely some classes like yeah i probably should pay more attention yeah, I mean, I needed to be monitored. I needed, <laughs> I needed them to start showing me fucking history on the phone they, instead of jetpack joyride. <laughs> right. Well, I think it's the phone does not. I, I don't think people realize how much it's consuming our kids. Dude, I, I totally agree. And yourself, and and ourselves. Well, yeah. So, uh, to to add some perspective to it, I got my first iPhone, and I I had to save up for months to pay for it. Um, my parents didn't pay for it and it was like I don't know, 600 bucks because i had virgin mobile and i had to i had to, <laughs> Tra- I had a track phone man yeah so so i got my first iphone it was iphone 4 in uh somewhere in seventh eighth ninth grade or whatever so like the technology was getting good because this is when everyone started to have iphones and there was no training on like oh like you know this is how you like monitor your phone or like you know you should only have this much screen time because they had just come out as like mainstream like it's not yeah. like Everyone didn't just have an iPhone like when we first started getting them. So it was like grade, first iPhone. Whereas grade. like now at least you can give your kid like some some precedence. Like all right, like you know don't don't go on your phone at all. Like you just need to focus. Like yeah. So this is like a slot machine for you because we had like the Nintendo DS, and there was always this kind of stigma among the culture that if someone was playing one of those video game handheld video games, oh like in it, class, in class, it's extremely rude. Yeah, oh, for sure. Right, and also, too, like, in public. It was always a rude thing. Like, oh, come on. That's actually a great point, because if if you were in, like, high school and someone was playing the DS, you'd make fun of them, but you'd also be like, dude, like, show some respect. But then when people were on their phone, like, now it's just, like, natural. Right. I, one thing that I did the other day, I was waiting for my doctor at my doctor's appointment. And, you know, just looked around, of course, everyone's on their phone. And I was going to go on my phone, and I don't want to sound like some high mighty person but i'm like all right i'm gonna see if i cannot have the temptation of going on my phone i'm just gonna sit here whatever's on tv i think it was hgtv yeah i'm gonna watch that like i'm gonna pretend like it's 1995 like just to see what it's like because i'm i'm guilty of it too because i'm like twitter maybe Dude, you think in that. 1995 they probably didn't even have the tvs it was probably just magazines yeah well they might have had the tvs but i'm just using that as an example all right let's see what it's like and it's nice it's nice it's just fun for me it's a challenge for me stay off my phone as little as possible it's a fun challenge it do that is a legit challenge i've tried it before like at the doctor's office or whatever and then what happens to me is i'll start thinking i'm like okay like oh you don't think about 
the game later or whatever and then i'm like oh shit like i need to place this better like i need to check my fantasy team or like something yeah. and then yeah it comes back out so yeah definitely uh kryptonite for me absolutely what time is it 706 all right that's why <laughs> <laughs> see look at that Bro. legit i have to make sure uh i have to make sure josh jacobs playing exactly or just weird shit but yeah. overall i think uh you're right, man. When you watch TVs, shows, and movies, and at least the ones I watch, like no one's on their phone, and it's totally normal. We we that's but, a, that's a dude. I I didn't really think of that. But when you're in person, it's not like that. Everyone's always on their phone. Yeah, and there's really only one show that kind of highlights that and shows what it's really like: Black Mirror. Mm. And just thinking back to when I was watching Black Mirror and all the scenes in which there's like a social setting mm-hmm. at a coffee shop or whatever, everyone's on their phone. Man, I got to go back and watch an episode or two because I'm yeah. sure that's the Some case. And I love yeah. that show. I haven't right. watched anything because they haven't come out with anything new in the last like three and it, or four years. But. And it seems weird when you see it on Black Mirror. Mm. But in reality, it's the opposite. Everyone's on their phone. Right. And it, and it seems normal when it's in movies but in yeah. black mirror it seems weird through the screen but it's not like that. that's actually that's one of those things where it's like one of those like subtle details where you're like oh wow like i appreciate them for putting that in there because that's real go anywhere everyone's on their phone yeah just look for it i think when you look for it you start to realize how ooh, you really start to become self-conscious of it all you have to do is look for it yeah no i think you're totally right uh yeah the place that bothers me the most is like if you're out to eat and there's like a family with like a t- mom and dad two kids or whatever like your typical family and the yeah. kids are both on like the tablet or phone it's like dude like you're out to dinner like with your family like talk about your day with each other like yes. you know enjoy each other's company it's like you really need to be playing games right now right i, I don't get that or even when people are like snapping or, or, or yeah especially in intimate settings there's a difference between us going out to the bar watching a game and being on our phone because we're probably placing bets looking up scores to other games checking our fantasy teams we're doing an activity together see what i'm saying (laughs) uh finish the thought no like like uh, yeah i i think i get it yeah when you're out to dinner with your family like oh yeah yeah, yeah. when you and your wife go out to dinner right that's different than if me you, Joe, yeah. Shane, and, Nino, and, yeah, are and we there go to the bar for sure, and we're watching sure. the game. Same thing with fire and football. Yeah, we're on our phones because we're probably building parlays, <laughs> placing bets, looking at the scores of other games, looking at our fantasy teams. We're there celebrating football, right? But if we were going on like a dinner date or something, it'd be totally different. Like if we we're going on like a double date. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. that's completely different, right? One hundred percent. But like at fire and football, we're we're just chilling. Right, because and it's usually all like football related. Scrolling through Twitter to find videos of good plays or you know people's content. Right, we're yeah. not like at least I'm not, probably because I don't have social media. But we're not like I don't know doing weird shit. Like I don't know. Like we're not playing games. Yeah, for sure. No, no one's playing like Subway Surfers at Fire and Football. Yeah, there. I, I, it is. I have seen that a couple times in the last like year or two. We're like at a social situation, like with like adults, and like we're you know we're getting together for yeah. like a game night or whatever, mm-hmm. or whatever the case is. And like I've seen people like playing games before. And I just thought to myself, dude, like 
you're like this is saturday night like, it's, it, we're all here together like we should be having a conversation or whatever you're playing like you know tetris on your phone that is incredibly rude i'm playing a game that requires minutes of time well not only minutes but it, it requires focus yeah that's the other thing like if yeah you can check the score or whatever in under a minute and you're back like focus you're still listening to things but when you're playing the game you're like oh like, you're thinking like you're strategizing like what am i going to do next blah 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 like it's just i agree it is rude and it's like I just like what's the appeal of, of playing a game like that when you're literally with people to play games, yeah, or that, to talk or eat, right? Like you can do that alone, right? Yeah, exactly. You can do that for the other, you know, eighteen hours in the day or whatever that you're awake. Right. There are times too. I, I messed think, up the math there, but <laughs> no, I, I see what you're saying, and I think a yeah. lot of it is people just acting on impulse and selfishness. Oh yeah, I think it's, the impulse, yeah, because it's an addiction and it's immaturity too. Who are the most impulsive people? children children are the most impulsive people you take a candy bar away from them they pout and they scream they quickly act on their impulse the older you get you learn how to control those things um self-control is another thing that comes with maturity so essentially i think the phones are making delaying maturity for a lot of people mm. that's my take the phones one of the biggest impacts the phones have had it's delaying maturity because we're constantly acting on our impulses and we're constantly acting on, oh, I need this now. I need this now. Whereas before, oh, man, I can't stand talking to these people. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you have to kind of suck it up for two hours. You can't escape to your phone. Right. And then you're like, oh, thank God they're gone. And then I can just do whatever I want. And you turn on the TV. But you had to hold those impulses in. Now you have an outlet. Yeah. Like I said earlier, like we really got screwed in a way where we were like the first we were the first people with like the level of smartphone that is considered a smartphone now in while we were still like in school, like developing, like when we were in junior high and high school, right? For me, it was high school. So I, I'm, I think I'm pretty lucky because I remember mm. getting texting in junior high. It happened really fast. Also to my junior high was two years. Oh, okay. So just how quickly yeah, so it went. Three, so it's a little different. Yeah. So how quickly it went. Seventh grade, unlimited texting. Right. Eighth grade, smartphone. Or I'm sorry. No, eighth grade phone with a keyboard. Right. Ninth grade, smartphone. Tenth grade, it was an Android. Tenth grade, iPhone. Had an iPhone every time. Okay, so I was a year behind you. Yeah. My, I, I, I just remembered like You're yeah, first too. iPhone was yeah, yeah ninth grade. But so um, but anyway, my point with with that was like because we we're like kind of the guinea pigs or whatever. Like mm -hmm. I think now I'm dumber in a, in ways because my reaction is instead of like wanting to learn things, it's just like oh, I'll just Google it. Like. Mm -hmm. How do I do this? I'm like, oh, I can figure it out in two seconds. And then if, but then if you ask me like four days later, I'm like, oh, I forgot. Right. Like for certain things. Cause it's just like, I know that the answer is going to be there. Um, and then it's just a two second, you know, search or whatever. Whereas like, I think now like it'll be different. Like, you know, when we have kids or whatever, cause we can teach them like, well, it's still important to learn it. And this is why. But uh, for me, at least, that's, yeah, that was one of the issues. Uh, you never had to investigate. Like, if you had a question, I had a good conversation. I think it might have been with you. In seventh grade, sixth grade, before phones, none of us had. We didn't have smartphones. Maybe we had a flip phone. I had like a yeah, but you didn't have. Phone. Most of the time with those flip phones, no you didn't internet. have internet. There was no internet. Right. No, right. that wasn't a thing. Right. So the thing was, like, the cool kids had slidey phones. Like, that <laughs> yeah, was, I know that was the Dude, thing. Those were sick. Yeah. Yeah. So in seventh grade, I think it was kind of fun that you could have debate arguments about sports in sixth, seventh grade. And there were no phones. 
And so you had to come prepared with a well thought out argument. You had to do research. You had to make sure you watched Sports Center the night before because that's when they like just showed highlights. Like you had to have, you had to really do some finding, right, to come prepared with an argument. And no one could check you either. Now someone says some fact check it. Boom. That's true. Yeah. Or let me just pull up the stats and we'll go side by side with the stats. So I think it was a little cooler in seventh grade because you had to like craft. It was more artistic. You had to craft a performance and bring it to the table. Yeah. Now you just phone compare. Dude, the the other way uh, where I think we we got screwed getting the phones when we did or whatever, and I don't think this is true for everyone, but at least for me or whatever, it made it harder to talk to the opposite sex like in person because it was like okay yeah. like if i have this girl's number like i don't need to try and talk to her face to face i'll just text her later about the class and then we'll mm-hmm. start talking like texting or whatever whereas like i wish like from that point of view if you didn't have phones before like you actually had to talk to the person and right yeah there was also the sense of like i don't know like oh she's probably texting like all these other guys too <laughs> you know Right. I, I think the mystery is a part of the fun with dating. <laughs> Seriously, I think the yeah. mis- I think the mystery and not knowing is a part of the fun. And also, too, I feel like when you're texting and talking all day, that time together gets a little less special. When you could only like call mm-hmm. or when texting wasn't as prevalent, I don't know, seeing someone, it, it meant a little bit more. I think so. No, it did. And it's just weird how it kind of evolved because you would like, uh, there, you know, once you get a little bit older or whatever and they had like the online dating apps, like you're essentially just texting someone for a couple or like, you know, going back and forth right. X amount of times or days or whatever before you decide, do I want to meet this person face to face? Where it's like, if you just met the person, you would know in like five minutes. You'd be like, oh, like this is going to work out or like, I don't want to see this person. Like, online dating takes all the fun away from dating. I think so. I think online dating. You mean like I don't like it. So clarify like online dating like uh like Tinder, Tinder, Bumble, Hinge. Tinder. Okay. Tinder, Hinge, anything like all like the swiping. I think eHarmony is a So eHarmony different. is different though. Yeah, eHarmony like, is different. You don't count that in what you're saying here. Uh, nah, cuz also people. I mean like <laughs> Hinge, I mean like Hinge, Bumble and Tinder. I think it I think it takes away all the fun away from dating. Just the mystery, the game, the cleverness. You had to like, how am I going to go up and talk to this girl? And also too, like, wow, in person. Not like, oh, let me scroll through these pictures where she's like putting on her best. You can't, like when you see someone in person, you can't hide those things. Yeah. And, also, and also too, it, you had to talk to them. You had to come up with a good line. Then you had to maintain that line. You know what the dumbest part about the apps is? Is that you had to have something like so ridiculous or obscure in like your bio. Like if you just had in your bio, and I know because I did this back when I was on the apps or whatever. Like just be like, oh, like you know, going to I don't even know what it'd be, but you know, like nice guy. Like like I don't know, but you instead like you have to have like some like creative one liner or whatever. Like in order for someone to be like, oh, like maybe he's got he's quirky. And you sit there and you think about it. It's like a, it's like a, a resume. And also another thing that I, <laughs> it is like a resume, dude. Another thing I don't like about it is there's so much information about you, like that it that it makes us more distant. For example, like I saw on one dating app they had like political affiliation. 
So you go through, oh, this girl's cute. You scroll, you learn a little bit more. Oh, she's a Republican. Ew. Nope. Act. And the girls would do that for guys. That's crazy. I think that is so wild. And political affiliation is just one. It could be just Dude. like personality or religion that's a deal breaker for you. But isn't part of the fun of dating is you see this cute girl and then you have to like get to know each other together at the same time. Like that's fun. And then you have those terrible date stories. Yeah, like I don't like I, that's fun. Instead, like now it's like you get like the freaking like Carfax with the person. It's like <laughs> it's like here's the Carfax and it's like we customized a car for you. We customized a chick for you. It's like, yeah, this girl is this political affiliation, this religion, here uh here's her vaccine status, there's where, where she goes to school, like all this shit. It's like yeah, like you don't need to know that before you even talk to the person. You know why? And maybe we might have to cut this out. If Deanna you want to know something you want to see something crazy sure all right give me a sentence like in a like a one sentence like argument or like a like a position like a claim uh okay uh tell me everyone should get triple vaccinated i don't believe but yeah yeah Oh wait, can I can I, let me do another one? Or, or you, never this mind. one actually worked. Okay, you're doing the open AI. What? Oh, Called I paragraph AI. <laughs> oh, have you seen, oh, oh, well, whatever. I was. Have you seen AI? Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't. This is what you have to worry about for the future. Dude, by the way, like us just going off of like total like I feel like just like lobbing like random facts in there and talking about that. I feel like this has been great content. All I did in this AI, I put everyone should be triple vaccinated for COVID nineteen. I made the writing tone formal. You can change it to assertive or pessimistic. I'm gonna change it to more assertive. And it created a paragraph. Read this. It is imperative that everyone receive the triple vaccine for COVID-19 in order to protect themselves, their families, and the communities from the virus. Vaccination is the best way to prevent the spread of the virus and keep everyone safe. Therefore, it is essential that everyone receive the triple vaccine for COVID-19 in order to protect their health and the health of those around them. Vaccination is the only way to ensure that everyone is safe from the virus, and it is the responsibility of each individual to make sure they are vaccinated. That's, that's wild. A machine Holy created crap. that paragraph just on that Bro, one that is so scary. sentence. That is so, 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 so it, scary. It gets even scarier. What I did is I typed in uh, the one of my favorite short stories, and it's The Velt by Ray Bradbury. And I just typed in the theme of The Velt is one should not get over-reliant on technology. Mm. And it created a beautifully written paragraph. Wow. And it even included the author's name. So it went through and it did Google search and it figured out based off the context of the sentence what it was talking about. What was that site called? I need to make it's sure a, I write this down. It's an app. Oh, it's an app. It's okay. called Paragraph AI. There's okay. others like them out there. Yeah. You can adjust it to messages. So you can have an AI create a message. Jeez. What do you want to write a message about? 
dude, how are I feel like 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 kids could write like papers and stuff with this. Like, why would you ever do your homework and you just be like, oh, like you know, write about the the uh, South African lions. You just get it, like two pages, write it in this tone or whatever, and then they just adjust a little bit. And that's it. That's crazy. It's creating a bigger gap in people, right? And like, it's so hard to discern, or it will be at least, from like things like that. Once it gets a little bit better, like for someone, something that somebody wrote like by hand. The technology knows us better than ourselves. It knows how flawed we are. It has the database of all the mistakes that we've made. Therefore, it can navigate in a more efficient way. Maybe, <laughs> that, maybe that means moving us out of the way. Yeah, I know this is super serious, but the first part of what you just said sounded like a Matthew McConaughey Lincoln commercial. <laughs> the technology knows us better than we know ourselves. That was a terrible impersonation. What happens when you know? <laughs> technology better than you know yourself i'm gonna cut mine out and i'm gonna leave that that yeah that's right on that's why i drive lincoln <laughs> maybe i do things because everyone tells me you gotta think but yeah going back to your point like that's so scary that's that's insane yeah that shit's insane so, so crazy technology yes it provides all these goods you know when they talk about the good things about technology a lot of times that you know everyone brings up medical shit right yeah it's like yeah that's good but what about this yeah that's dangerous in the night before the 1990s childhood and what i mean childhood like under 18 childhood suicide didn't exist it wasn't a thing kids weren't killing themselves it just like what? Like why? You have your whole life ahead of you. Like it like what do you mean? The numbers are staggering. Yeah, I, I did uh I read a book that had a, a chart and well, yeah, you kids did do it back in the nineties or whatever. It's skyrocketed in the since the uh before 20, the nineties I'm talking about twenty tens. Oh yeah. Uh Coddling of the American Mind. Yeah. yeah. Jonathan Haidt. And uh Greg Lukianoff. Yeah, great book. Oh, fantastic. And then also too like self harm. Those those, oh, those numbers are staggering, like four hundred percent. It's so sad. It's nuts that we're doing it to ourselves, right? And I think the worst part is the adults are just as guilty of it. So, like adults, how are you falling for the same thing that the kids are? That's what really scares me the most because the adults are falling for the same traps that the kids are. Well, dude, there's so many dumb adults, and it's like. Uh, reading like if if you were to write a prompt like that and say you know write me an article saying why um you know saying why like Russia is actually doing the right thing by invading Ukraine or something like that or whatever and like it's it's just like you would never be able to tell like oh the AI wrote this and this you know planted this seed about this conspiracy or that seed about that conspiracy or whatever and it's like right there's just no way to discern like you know who wrote what yeah you you don't know what's true. Also, uh, thought, but I thought of something. <laughs> Russia, trace it back. No, I forgot. No, no but, worries. But you're right. That's a good point with Twitter. Um, I mean, you saw that paragraph. Yeah. How 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 can I tell the difference? How do I know what's true and what's not? Yeah. 
Yeah. So, no, we're fucked. <laughs> oh, it's about, about the voices. Mm. Too many people have voices. Oh, you know, like, yeah. so, I, I think we should retire. All right, this is a new segment. Phrases that should be retired. I'm giving a voice to the voiceless. That phrase needs to be retired. Too many people have voices. You know, like, Aunt Becky, you don't need to talk about anything. No one gives a fuck. You should not publish in writing your opinion about anything. Like, zero. You should not, in writing, publish any of your thoughts because they're ridiculous and they're wrong. Tell them at the bar, sit while you're filling your Kino card, smoking a cigarette, chugging down another Michelob Ultra. That's oh, the only oh, Michelob Ultra <laughs> catching a ricochet shot. That, that, Michelob Ultra is good. That's the only format. That's the only forum in which, you know, Aunt Becky should be able to expose her opinion. And then yeah, they just yeah. kind of go off into the world with the smoke. Right. And that's right. it. And that's that's how the life was supposed to be. Yeah, that's now how she, it was. Now she goes on Facebook's Facebook and writes a manifesto. And then you have some Marxist suburban mom has to come in and shut her down. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, this is the most pointless thing ever. Like, shouldn't you be taking care of your kids? Like, what are you doing? The yeah, stove's on. You know what an idea would be is uh, you have to pass like a uh, an IQ test where you can post things like on social media. Like if you don't pass the IQ test, like uh, you just can't post. Like you just read. They have the you know the are you a robot thing? It's like which one has the bike? Yeah, yeah. They should have one. They should have like a like an IQ test. Like like a quick hitter. Like I see you tweeted about Russia. Which one of these pictures is Vladimir Putin? That would be great. Uh, uh, I see you have a, an opinion about the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. <laughs> Who is Benjamin Netanyahu? <laughs> yeah, they just give you like two or three of those based on whatever you've been posting about. Right, exactly. I see you're talking about Marxism. <laughs> please try again and please go educate yourself and try again in two weeks. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, there's just a big act. Yeah. No. Denied. Denied. You are a moron. <laughs> yeah. Good. We just came up with a new idea. A new social media platform. But then, but, then, but then people will fight about who makes the question. These questions are too hard. How the hell am I supposed to know what Vladimir Putin looks like? And then the other side would be like, the questions are too easy. Anyone can just look up Vladimir Putin. It needs to be like, you know, where did he graduate from? High school. And it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> the two extremes. <laughs> right, exactly. It's like screwing a light bulb. Like, uh, tell me how to do that. <laughs> you have to write, uh, yeah, you have to answer, like, basic, like, history questions or whatever, write, like, a paragraph before you can get in. Or, like, a basic economics You have to record question. a video of yourself reading. <laughs> <laughs> right, you have to pass this reading test. <laughs> Read one page from a Harry Potter book. <laughs> Professor Snape, when are we learning the potion? Professor Snape. <laughs> what the hell is Professor Snape? Professor <laughs> Snake. The only snake I know is the one out back. <laughs> Don't tread on me, bitch. I bet you they didn't teach any of that liberal curriculum in Harry Potter. It was all, it was all the real shit. Magic and spells. 
They didn't teach that mumbo jumbo bullshit in Harry Potter. None of that dark arts. <laughs> they taught real stuff. <laughs> Dude, that would be a funny meme. Back the meme is like like a like a guy with a shotgun and like a overalls. Back in my day, they didn't uh, they they taught real stuff in schools. And then the bottom picture is like Harry Potter and it's Snape mixing potions. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> Uh, someone needs to make that. Someone needs to make that, but copyright me on it. <laughs> right? right. <laughs> when I went to school, they didn't make... There wasn't no green-haired people teaching us about penises. We learned about real stuff. <laughs> like math. <laughs> which I still can't do, but they tried teaching me it. <laughs> Hello. Oh, I thought I accidentally turned off my microphone. Oh, are you good? Yeah. Nice. That's, That's good. good. That's not yeah, bad. That was not good. bad. Damn. I'll be curious to see how uh, how people think this one went. Because this has just been an hour, ten of us riffing off of the most random shit. I like it, though. And it's been good. Some of it's been intellectual. Other stuff is memes about redneck. Yeah, we got, uh, we got real, and then we got the opposite of real. We came out of it. Yeah. Um, You want to do uh, the two... <laughs> I just thought of Harry Potter in real school, like in today's school, like how that would work. He's got his little glasses on. Uh, excuse me, Professor, where are the potions? What are we going to learn about the spells? Shut up, nerd. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> hey, yo, wizard bitch, get over here. <laughs> I'll give you another scar. Thank you. Uh, do you want to do the uh, top? Top assholes or the impractical jokers? Yeah, let's do uh, let's do the impractical jokers. Because you had a really good one. All right. Um, and you have a lot. And I think that'll that'll help. I don't have a ton. But... All right. So this segment is going to be uh, fake impractical jokers punishments. So some of the punishments the jokers do are like they're absurd as they are. So, like, we always like to think that they get, like, progressively worse, like, as the seasons go on. Like, they just oh, make yeah. them do, like, crazier and crazier shit. Like, we, you know, like, season one, and it might just be like, oh, like, Mer, like, go interrupt this focus group with, you know, crazy questions. And then, uh, you know, season whatever, they're getting tattoos or jumping out of planes and shit. So, uh, so we got some, some fake punishments here. So, like, yeah, in, like, another season or so, they're just going to be like, cute, go push that old lady over which is crossing the street. <laughs> All right, Murray's tonight's big loser, and for his punishment, he has to convert to Islam. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, guys, are you sure I'm supposed to be here? <laughs> he's in fucking Mecca. Yes, Mur. <laughs> he he's wearing a Staten Island T-shirt. That's like too small. Everyone, right, everyone's up. everyone's getting the cross eyes. <laughs> Look for the guy with the beard. Everyone's got beard, fellas. Everyone's got beards. Shut up and read the prayers. <laughs> oh, it's time to prayer. Oh, what What do I do here? You got to take out your mat. Oh, no, guys. I don't know what I'm doing. God, dude. He would, get, he would get killed immediately. Joe, you lost tonight. So for your punishment, you have to go door to door in the hood and ask for money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, guys, I don't know about this one. <laughs> D- 
Dude, what would be hilarious is the goofy music in the background as he's like doing actually very dangerous things. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> as, he's, as he's knocking on the door. Oh god! Make uh, sure this is the right house. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. Uh, I, I'm going door to door here. I'm just looking for uh, some extra cash uh, to feed my dog uh, biscuits, biscoff, cannoli. Yeah, cannoli. Like five seconds to get out this yard. <laughs> What are those cameras doing? <laughs> you just get stabbed. <laughs> House one. Uh, All right. Next one. Q, uh, for tonight's punishment, you have to streak naked at a Dodgers-Yankees game. <laughs> that's good. That's good. I'm surprised I haven't done that one already. Like, yeah. Or, or, like, like, I feel like that's one like they would do. They could set up a minor league or baseball game. Maybe not game. totally naked, but like they'd be like, all right, you, like, you have to wear the Speedo and go do this. They, yeah, they definitely yeah. could do that. They have to deliver a baby. Murr, you're tonight's biggest <laughs> loser. You need to deliver a baby. Uh, I'm not trained for this. <laughs> there's a little, there's a little cam where the baby's coming out like a vagina cam. It's like the uh, impractical jokers inside jokes, like in the corner. It's like Murr is not a trained professional, <laughs> right? Yeah. Murr does not have a license to deliver a baby. It, it's okay. The mom signed a form when she was drugged up. Murr cut the umbilical cord. The best would be the dad's in on it because, like, the dad signed up to oh, actually yeah, yeah. do this, and the mom's like not aware of what's going on because she's delivering a baby. And so the dad's just sitting in the corner laughing while Murr's fumbling with the newborn baby. He's the freaking mom's out. sitting there freaking out. He's like, I don't know what to do now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sal couldn't complete tonight's challenges, making him our big loser. Sal, tonight you have to get lip injections. <laughs> this is so stupid. Murr, tonight's biggest loser. <laughs> First, tonight's biggest loser, you have to commit tax fraud. Are you sure about this, guys? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're good. We called the IRS. <laughs> All right, Joe, since you lost tonight, uh, we have taken your phone and we just tweeted that Connie was right about everything. And now here's your phone. And they throw it in like they throw it in like the river. <laughs> no, guys, no. I'm going to get canceled. They're going to kill me. Best of them slapping knees in the back room. <laughs> hey, let's go down to down. Let's go down to New York. <laughs> oh, that would be good. Uh, an- another one. Let's see. Hmm. Q. Q has something. All right, Q. For tonight's punishment, uh, we're, we'll tell you when you get there. All right, first go to the gas station. Q goes to the gas station. All right, you see that car parked over there that's running? Get inside it. He's like, oh, I don't know, guys. Uh, what, what, what am I doing inside the car? Am I, uh, you know, am I, am I taking something from the glove box? I'm like, all right, Q, now drive away. He drives away. Someone comes out of the gas station. That's my car. He's, just, he's not in on it. He's just doing Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Hey, Q, get in that white Bronco there. That's good. Yeah, uh, an- another punishment would be... Um, Having to listen to like, oh, having to go to slam poetry. That, this is something Dude, they, that actually they made, could. They do. made Sal do one where he went to a poetry thing and he had to critique everyone else's poetry. So that it was like an open mic or whatever. So people yeah. go up and they do their poems and like they even like showed some of them like they're pretty good. And then they'd have to go up and they'd be like, "All right, Sal, and I'll say you didn't understand anything about that, and that it, he should just restart." And he'd have to say it. And then at the end, they had him go up and they wrote a poem for him. It was, dude, it was hysterical. That's funny. That's a good one. They should do that. You have to hang out with a hippie, like like a group of hippies for a night. That would just be awful. You have to join a cult. (laughs) 
All right, Joe. Yep, walk into the door. Walk into the door. Oh, what am I doing here, guys? <laughs> oh, he's in the Scientology building. <laughs> you have to convert to Scientology. Oh, write a check to get into level two. <laughs> the level, level guys, two? It's going to be 15 grand. Oh, it's okay. Truth TV makes a lot of money. And it's really just Scientology taking over impractical jokers to get them. Yeah. That's some shit they would do. Yeah. We, uh, we'll have to put this one in like the reoccurring one. Yeah. The, yeah, these are too easy to, to just rip off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Cool. That was a good one. Yeah. Um, should we wrap up with the biggest assholes of the year? Yeah, for sure. So how many do you have on your list? I only have like four. One. All right, we'll do top ten. All right. So this next segment is going to be the top ten assholes of 2022. So to qualify, you just had to be a jerk in 2022. Uh, you want to start us off? We'll just go back and forth one on one. Yeah, just no particular order. Uh, yeah. But my, I think my number one's a pretty easy choice here. Uh, but it's Sam Bankman Freed, that loser for FTX. Like, dude, what a hole. Everyone knows this type of guy. He thinks he's a lot smarter than he actually is. His parents are probably pretty wealthy. I think they are wealthy. They gave him a fuck ton of Adderall from a young age. Obviously, he's got something a little up with him. He's got a little quirk. And so, so instead, instead of, of like, like doing something holistic, the parents are like, well, we're just going to feed him amphetamines. You have a, a socially disturbed kid whacked out on amphetamines all the time with access to resources and clout. This is what you get. So, eight yeah. billion loss. Yeah. yeah like, He's fuck a giant that guy. asshole. Dude, and think about all, think about the small family business that's like struggling to make it. And then this fucking loser. Dude, no, think about people. Uh, that are like around our age that put like five or ten grand into crypto and that's like their whole like investment portfolio and they just can't even get it out. That's whack. Because these people were just approving whatever expenses, like you know, orgy parties that they were having. Yeah, like they did some odd stuff. And I hate the whole oh gosh, he's so like he's such a cool hip innovator. Look, he wears a t shirt. He's a turd. And right, like you're a turd. Listen, man. He's the mayor of Turd City. Exactly. When you're at a when you're at a conference with Bill Clinton and Tony Blair like, like whatever you think of them politically, they did more shit for this world than you can ever dream of. Like they are so; those are influential people. Put on a fucking suit, show some respect. At that point, it's not you making a statement; it's you're an asshole. You hit that same joke two weeks ago. I know, I know. I know. Oh, all right, all right. So edit that out. But I'm just, oh, no, I'm just so yeah. fired up about this guy. It's not even a joke. It, it's it's for real. You know, it's not even a joke. It's just uh, it's it's an observation, and. Uh, what really pisses me off is you have all these people like Matt Damon and even fucking my boy Tom. Who who whacked him into that? Like they they totally scammed people. At least Bernie Madoff was very like shifty about it. He only like you had to know someone and someone to get involved in this stuff and it, and it wasn't known. It was a slow process. Yeah. This was like, "Oh, we're going to market the scam to you." This was a little bit more malicious. Like Amway. Yeah, yeah. Like one of those multi-level marketing schemes, but they had commercials. It'd be like if, like, remember Vima and Verve? Oh, uh, was one of those the knife companies? No, that was Cutco. Oh, I got recruited for another knife company. I think it started with a V. Vector or whatever. Yeah, so it was something like that. Yeah, yeah. All that stuff, all those silly scams. It'd be like if those 
people advertise on and TV. I, I need to specify. I didn't get I didn't fall for the scam. I'm just right. saying someone reach out to me. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a pers- that. personal pride point. So God, yeah. Oh my gosh, I don't. It was always the same person from high school too. The same character from high school. Hey man, who you like didn't really talk bro, to? Bro, 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 we got we're saving this. We're doing next week. We're the whole episode's gonna be on scams. Oh, okay. But yeah, All let's right. save it. All right, I didn't know I, that. I could go on about that. We'd be here for another hour and a half. <laughs> so, uh, all right, we'll save it then. Yeah. So, all right, we'll go. We'll just go ten to one. This is in no like order of of uh, yeah. being an asshole. But number nine on the list. Um. So this one for me is kind of sad, but Brett Favre. Oh yeah, dude, he's Rock. stealing stealing welfare funds for a volleyball court. It's like, dude, you made 187 million dollars. Just fork over, and not, to, and that's the NFL career. I think that doesn't even include the the Wrangler, the jeans ads, or you know, the ads for the freaking icy hot or anything like that. Like, dude, just fork over some money. You don't have to steal it from poor people. <laughs> I'm Brett Favre, and I'm Dale Earnhardt Jr. <laughs> and we love our Wranglers. Like, dude, you know how many fucking rednecks bought that shit? That probably yeah. that, that was probably a 50 million dollar deal. Right, it's like, and you have to steal money. You can't just fork over a million dollars for like, dude. And not to mention, it's for a volleyball court. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Um. Didn't he have that little problem with his dick pic? Maybe. Uh, yeah. Maybe he lost some money trying to keep that quiet and kill that story. Maybe. So he's he's maybe struggling for cash. I don't know, but he had to go to court and fix all those dick pic charges. He's an ass. Uh, next up, who you got? Uh, Giselle. Oh, Giselle. Yeah. Obviously, I'm a Tom Brady fan. He's my boy. Um, but it sounds like the divorce came from her. Yeah. It sounds like she's the one who wanted the divorce. For sure. She. Yes. They are comfortable financially, so they have extraordinary resources at their disposal right so for their kids for themselves for their family they're set right yeah most families in this country work their whole entire life just to stay afloat so that maybe one day when they're 65 they can retire but they probably work themselves to death that they maybe only make it to 75 that's a life story that's what most people have to deal with okay Giselle is mad because Tom Brady, the greatest to ever do it, a freak of nature, setting standards and ceilings no one ever thought could be done before in any other sport, he's doing that. And he's what, 45? Yeah, I think he's about to be 46. Right, yeah. And he's 46. And that's like, whoa, you're six years past retirement. You've outdone it by six years. Most people don't... Most people... Won't be able to retire for another 20 years, 15 years after that. And fucking Giselle is like, Get more time with the kids. You're not giving us enough time. It's like, hold on. Everyday families, the average American family, they don't get that luxury. My grandfather worked two full-time jobs just to keep the family going. Grandmother was an immigrant. She stayed at home, helped with the kids. He worked two full-time jobs. Uh, left a legacy. That's the story of America. But this whiny bitch wants to stop the greatest from ever doing it. She wants to say, stop it. She wants to break up the Beatles. She's Yoko Ono. So that's my take, Giselle. Hey, let the guy go. Your kids are fine. You're fine. Get over your 
whatever is up your ass. Let the man play football. Not to mention football with the training camp. Or I mean, it only lasts half a year. Right? It's not like a it's not like he's working month. Yeah. It's not like he's working twelve hour days on a at a coal mine. <laughs> All right. So that was number eight. Um, number seven here for me is Connor McGregor. Dude. I mean, he's always been an ass, but like he used to be re- like kind of likable back in back when he was in his prime. But like over the last year or whatever, like he he's just all he tweets is like you know just crazy. Like oh, I'm gonna knock your teeth and all this stuff. Like um, oh, watch out! Like your you know your wife me- wife's messaging me all this crap. Like and then he posted a video of himself like on his boat when his wife was going down on him, and I thought that was like one of the most disrespectful things like that you could do. Like yeah. Oh man, and and it's not even his wife because he won't marry her because he doesn't want to uh, give away any of his money or whatever. And yeah, so it was like just it's just a big jerk. What a douche, man. Yeah, I mean the guy the guy's an absolute douche. I'm so, oh, I got Will Smith. Yeah. Will Smith is on that list. I totally forgot that happened here. Yeah, but Will Smith is there just because I mean that's the biggest asshole move. That's to hit a comedian because you don't like the joke. Biggest asshole move. Yeah. Um, also, too, you're at such a public stage in a public venue. Like that sort of conversation about um, how people are acting too much on impulse. Yeah, just take wait until after the show, go backstage, and if you want to do like talk it out or do it there or whatever, but like do it at the place. It's just absurd. Mm-hmm. And then my other asshole are the people who clap for him after he slaps Chris Rock, then gets an award. At the Academy Awards for some shit that he did. The people who just who applauded him after that. They're like, no, fuck you, man. Yeah. You just went up and slapped a comedian in the face because you didn't like a joke that he told? Like a child? Like an immature child? And now we're going to applaud you? No. Fuck you. Yeah, that was one of the craziest things of 2022. We were on the plane coming back from the bachelor. <laughs> yeah, that dude. That I didn't realize that was that long ago. Because it's the only reason why I was watching the Oscars. Mm. The reason why I was watching network TV. You're right. Is because there was like no game. We got off the plane, and that was that was what was uh, hot in the streets. Yeah, that was uh, it was the hot. <laughs> it was the hot news. Damn. Uh, so asshole number six out of ten on the list for me is uh i don't even know why i had to look it up it's vladimir putin <laughs> uh-huh. yeah dude invaded another country not cool man yeah that's <laughs> like, what up. the hell what are you doing yeah um, <laughs> you can't do that another quick one on here i you might have had this on yours too so number seven out of ten here on assholes of the year kanye yeah like dude, <laughs> what are you doing what are you man? doing <laughs> you made great music like you are such a great artist like you have such a big ego about you being an artist and i get it you deserve it you're so wrong about everything else you're a musical genius but man are you missing the mark? like yeah like dude that's what that's what happens when you live with the kardashians man that's why they're also on that or it should be on that asshole list honorable mention because you have to totally they manipulate his mind they legit made him go insane whoa Yikes. They made him go insane. They destroyed Kanye. The Kardashians destroyed Kanye. I think They're a couple fungus. screws were loose. Before, yeah. yeah. But still, if he would have... It was easier for them to just go in and disassemble. 
right and also to the kardashians i don't think have ever steered anyone in the face of history into the right path yeah. right they're not they're not like oh you have some oh, man disturbed go hang out with the kardashians for a year that, that'll help your mental illness yeah right you have like a band that's really struggling because you know mentally they're you know overdoing it go to go with the kardashians that'll, that'll, that'll help you get your mind right Dude, that would be funny if uh, someone like, I don't know, like in ten years or all right, like we're gonna make a movie about about this person like going insane or whatever, and it's like all right, uh, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio, like we're gonna cast you, and he's like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna do some method acting, and he's like, I'm gonna go live with the Kardashians for a year. <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis lives with the Kardashians for a year for method acting in order to truly become insane. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so, so uh, I don't understand anything you're saying. <laughs> it's Liam Neeson. Who do you got for uh, next one up? I think this is number eight on the list. Oh, we're going up the list? I think we started going down and now we're going up. Okay. I, I messed it up. So we have a few left? So we, after this one, we have two left. And we'll oh, do honorable mentions. Gotcha. Um, uh, one, of, uh, one of the other assholes... Uh, it's hard to tell. Like, I forget everything that happened in the beginning of the year. Yeah. You know? I just, I, I forget a lot of that stuff. Uh, but one of the assholes on my list, he didn't really do anything particular this year. Just every year he does something atrocious and that still breathe this air. But Joel Olstein. <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. Yeah. I just... <laughs> It's not specific to 2022. Was this the year that he did, like, it was like a hurt? Yeah, because there was a big hurricane. I think it was the year before. Oh, that was the year before? Year before. Either way. We didn't do assholes of 2021, so he's he's such a big asshole that he's moving on to this year's list. But this dude is the antithesis of Jesus. Yet everyone's like, ah, I love me some Joe Olstein. He's got this giant-ass megachurch that seats like 30,000 people. Takes all the intimacy away from, you know, a, a religious experience and just turns you into a product. Also, too, there's the terrible hurricane. His whole job, he preaches charity and love. He preaches, or he says he preaches the word of Christ. But, no, those dirty people aren't coming into my church. Lives in a gigantic mansion. Just like, violating vanity, violating all the things he preaches against. He's the antithesis of Christ. Damn. Yeah. Yet, it's so weird. It's like being against racism, but you're the biggest racist there is. It'd be like the KKK going out and being like, we are against racism. Like, this is awful. And then it's like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, dude, he's a big asshole. I don't even follow him, but I know that he's a big jerk. Right. And also, too, he's got such a punchable face. He kind of looks like Tim Allen a bit. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Eh, oh, like God. Tim Allen if he got like Botox. <laughs> Tim Allen if he got Botox. And I, do you think he ever has like real conversations? Yeah, probably to, to not behind closed doors. Yeah. What do you think those are like? Are talking about like how, how we can make more money? That or, or right, that or like you know he's going down on some you know hooker while he's blow because let's be real that's probably what he's really doing for, all. <laughs> for Jesus. 
Joel Wilden. Wilden. <laughs> uh, Any oh, fans of Joel Olstein coming back and just try to prove to the world why he's not the biggest nation. Like, make an argument. Like, what does he do that's good? I think the biggest douche in the world could be number nine on this list, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown himself. He's had quite a year. Yeah. Having standoffs with the cops, domestic abuse, uh, flashing his erect wee-wee in the pool. The tweet of Brady, daddy doesn't live here anymore. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he's had himself a year, and he's been an asshole for the last, like, seven years, but he's taking it to new heights this year. Yeah. 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 We have one more. Yeah, we'll, uh, you, you can give the last one, and then we'll do some honorable mentions. Gotcha. My last one, Brian Kelly, head coach of LSU football. Now, he's notorious for being an asshole coach. There's the famous story with Robert Sala and Matt LaFleur. Yeah, Obviously, I remember that one. Both NFL coaches now, so very esteemed individuals. Also, uh, very good at their job. When they were graduate assistants at CMU or Grand Valley, wherever Brian Kelly was. I think he might have been at both. I know he was at Grand Valley. But when he was there, uh, he said, oh, yeah, hey, you're going to come to like the holiday party. And he made them be like butlers and servants. Yeah, I remember hearing that. A-hole. Both of them end up being coaches. Successful, too. Yeah, successful coaches. It all started... There's that. So we knew he was an asshole before. But really what made him establish himself on this list when he went to that LSU college basketball game after he got hired. And this dude's from the Midwest and faked the Southern act. I'm so happy to be with here and my family. Like, dude, you are an asshole. You just spent the last 10 or whatever years in South Bend, Indiana. You are from the Midwest. You've only coached in the Midwest. Yeah, man. You're not developing the Southern Anytime you're doing a, a fake accent to try and fit in that's a big red flag especially southern because if you go to another country it's kind of comical it's like get out whatever right you know it's kind of so bad it's la- it's so it's so wrong it's laughable the southern it's almost offensive right the southern the southern accent it's like it's still you know it's a distinctly american accent and it's like ooh, like you think you can pull a fast one on these guys like yeah who's pulling right yeah Cajun Louisiana's like, what is that boy talking about? Like, what, like when the thought pops up in your head and you're like, yeah, like, yeah, I should do a fake accent. Like, what? Right, right. Like, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to. You don't have anyone there to give you a heat check? Right. You'd be like, what the fuck? Like, dude, what are you on? What person? Obviously, he didn't consult this with anyone because not a single person would be like, hey, Brian, 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 come, come on over here. You know what I think would be great? Do a fake Southern accent. Yeah, yeah, that'll really get the people going. Yeah, yeah, they love, they love. That's what Southerners love is when they love when people put on fake Southern accents when they're around them. Right, they love that. Yeah, absolute clown. This is a good idea. <laughs> um, my family. Yeah, I got some honorable mentions here. First one is Sir Kristen Cole from uh, House of the Dragon. <laughs> Fuck is that? From a TV show, dude. He's, uh, it's House from yeah, it's a Game of Thrones prequel. Dungeon, isn't the medieval knights that remember medieval knights where you, bro? Anyone that's watched the show will know that this guy is an absolute dirtbag. He killed he killed like two or three people for no reason, and like nobody call him on it. They're like, oh yeah, like that's cool. 
kill him for no reason. And uh, yeah, he fucked up a lot of things. Joe. Fuck him. Yeah. Next, Next one, one, Liver King. What was the guy's name? Sir Eric, Sir Kristen Cole. Sir Elton John. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Next honorable mention, Liver King. I don't know anything about Liver King. Oh, I mean, I, I, I don't want to ruin the experience for you. You, you can go look him up, and he preaches the nine ancestral tenants or whatever. And uh, basically, he doesn't shower or wipe his butt, and he does steroids. And he told everyone that he didn't do steroids. <laughs> That's, That's a, a quick, quick pitch. pitch. So, <laughs> hold on. This guy has been... <laughs> he just doesn't wipe his ass? Oh, well, no. I mean, he's, like... Uh, I, he's one of those people that's, like... He's, like, a, a discount cult leader. Like, he's selling, like he sells supplements and things. He's selling this lifestyle so that you can become jacked and, and look like him. And, you know, you know do this and, and uh, you know, you'll get ripped or whatever and all this stuff. And it's just... I mean... Yeah, he's ripped, but he, he's on steroids or whatever. And it's just... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I hate those people. And and uh, some of the stuff he says is is nonsense too. Some of it's funny, but he's he's an ass. You can get big. All you gotta do is follow my four tips. All right. Do you have any uh, honorable mentions? Um, not really. Basically, everyone who does shit like that on YouTube, like the inspirational, motivational people, like Gary V. Like I've just had enough with Gary V. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, he's one of those like motivational like, business, like wake up business. All you do, your whole life is working towards that goal in business. It's like, dude, shut up. Gotcha. Like you're just over the top. You're just annoying. You're just pesky. Yeah. You're just on all the time. Relax and watch a football. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, another honorable mention here, Kyrie Irving for biggest asshole of the year. Dude, just like, it's, it's one, one thing, thing to, to, to like say or post the crap that he does, but then like then the media is like, "Hey man, like you you put this stuff on your platform or whatever that's promoting this stuff that's very you know wrong on different levels." And then he's like, "No, I'm not promoting anything, man. I'm just putting it on my platform." It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Right. That's what it is. There's millions of people that follow you. Right. That's what you're doing. You're not. Yeah. It, it's not. Yeah. It's not and, like someone put a flyer on your car and you're like, "Hey, I'm not on board with this." Right. Right. And not to mention every team he's played for. He's wanted out of, or you know, tried to work out of the contract, or like, um, I don't know. He just hasn't had like, I don't know. He's just not a good dude. Do you hate people like that who have that much talent? And you're like, if he just had a good work ethic, like how great he would be, bro. If 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 uh, if PJ uh Tucker, who I brought up earlier in the show, if he was saying that type of stuff, he wouldn't be in the league. Yeah, like he'd be out. Oh, yeah. Uh, another quick honorable mention for asshole of the year: any pharmaceutical company, the big Pfizer, J and J, all those companies. I've had enough. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of done when I'm when I'm listening to like the news. Uh, so I listen to ninety seven one, yeah, local radio station. Oh yeah, 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 sports. Yeah, yeah, sports. So I was um, I listen to them in the morning, and they just have like quick news breaks with this reporter. Quick news break with Heather. Usually it's sports centered because it's a sports radio station. But she dropped this news story and it was Pfizer is opening up a new facility in Kalamazoo. It's gonna employ ten thousand new people. So that's you know, great ten thousand new jobs. That's that's great to hear. And then the other radio host, Wow, yeah, that's that's great that Pfizer is opening up and uh, investing in Michigan. Great job for Pfizer for investing in Michigan. 
And I'm listening to this like, bro, who like you know some shady fucking paid shit happened here. One, usually news stories are like a dude like, like a dude saw his bear in the backyard. Like that's usually what the morning news stories are about. They're either sports centered or they're fun or they're huge. You know, like if like the State of the Union happened, that probably wouldn't even make it. Even like if there was a new man. Dude, if there was a new governor of Michigan, it would, like, that's the type of only political stuff that makes it. Pfizer having, like, investing in Michigan for jobs on the other side of the state. Yeah, on the, and this is, like, the sports show. Like, this is all they talk about is Detroit sports. Absolutely. Even during, so, like, during the news break, you expect some news, but it's it's never, like, that's so weird. Dude, the and it's annoying, too. They They have, uh, on the radio... It's every time on the radio, it's like, oh, like, you know, get vaccine number 18 or whatever, blah, 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 blah. And then, and then they have some subtle ones where it's like, uh, there's one I was, it was either yesterday or it's like, oh, like, yeah, you might be, uh, more prone to dying from COVID if you have these pre existing conditions like, um, being overweight or being diabetic or whatever. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Like, I usually people don't talk about being overweight. And then at the end, it was like, make sure you talk to your doctor about the vaccine. And it was like sponsored by Pfizer. I was like, that's why. That's the only reason they're talking about being overweight is because right. it's a freaking pharmaceutical company. Absolutely. And also, too, any other disease, any other thing on the, any other sickness, if you are overweight or have diabetes, you're going to be more prone. Like, it's going to be worse for you if you get a cold, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's like saying if you are 300 pounds overweight, you may be, <laughs> you may have a higher risk of heart problems. No shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, duh. But, but I agree. I'm very done, done with them. I'm sick, sick of it. Same. And I don't watch the news. And I don't, like, listen to a lot of stuff other than, like, this bullshit in sports. So uh, I'm glad I don't have to experience it as much as uh, other people. Because I would just be so done with it. Yeah. And, they, they, you know, sure, they've, they've done some great things. But, you know. Let's do picks for tonight before we close out. Uh, okay. What do we like tonight? And then that way people can hold us accountable. Oh, wait, I'll, Let's talk about a I'll few take, I'll like. take Raiders minus six and a half for tonight. Uh, against I, Is is Baker start? The game probably started right now. 8-15. I'll take the Ram. Uh, sorry, the Raiders minus six and a half. I don't care who's starting quarterback. That team's doo-doo. Gotcha. Uh, I got a little same game parlay going on. I got Raiders money line, Josh Jacobs, anytime touchdown scorer. Score is that who started? Oh, my bad. There's two Josh Jacobs. Or no, it's uh, Josh Johnson. I'm going to cut this. Jesus Christ. It's Josh Johnson's quarterback for the Rams. Keep it. Keep it. This is funny. Josh Jacobs, anytime touchdown score. Yeah. He was at like minus 150. And then I paired that with Raiders money line. I figured, um, and that gives you plus 105. So it's true even odds in a little bit. So uh, I just did a unit play. Uh, this week, I also, I like, uh, um, I like Navy. I like Navy. Plus six and a half parlayed with the under 36 and a half or 38 and a half. Uh, it ends up being minus 120, so it's a lot of juice. But you're getting that over under on a game who I think it's going to hit under. Yeah. Over a key number, and you're getting, getting points. Dude, because those teams just run the ball the whole game. No, I remember seeing that total, and I was like, wow, that's pretty low. You're getting a favorite. Yeah, you're getting a favorite plus six and a half points, plus getting a, a good number for the over under. Uh, yeah, you got to pay some juice. Minus one twenty. I'm sure. You know, yeah. Other people might go a number down on the over under, but. Um, I'm just pulling up the board here real quick. 
that this uh I don't know anything off the top of my head. I think I might actually go Vikings plus two against the Lions. Like I get that the Lions have been playing great football and that they do they I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, like I think there's a chance they could run the table, but yeah, it's at plus two. I might boost it to like plus three and a half or whatever, and I think the Lions still have a realistic chance at winning, but I think it'll be a close game either way. I agree. There are two matchups today or two matchups this week that I have my eye on. Both of them are teams playing each other for the second time. Lions, Vikings, and then Browns and Bengals. Now, the Browns beat the Bengals ass last time they played them, 31-17. This time, it's at Cincinnati. Also, two Bengals have been playing really well, uh, but that number still hangs at a six and a half. You got a hot, uh, you got a hot Bengals team at home playing the Browns for a second time. It's so hard to beat the uh, same this team time, twice. And this time, Deshaun's starting too. Right. So it's like that's a game I'm really interested in. Um, I, I like the Bengals. I like Bengals money line. Parlaying that with uh, Kansas City minus two and a half. Oh, I can get behind that. Yeah, yeah. Kansas City minus two and a half. Bengals money line. Gotta get you one. Ten. I'm. I might do like. I might even do like Kansas City minus like seven or something, and then parlay that with something else. Yeah. Or something. Something close to that. Six. Six. Six and a half. Right. Bengals at home, second time playing the Browns. I mean, all the. The numbers are pointing that way. Uh, but back to the Lions-Vikings game. I can see the Lions going up like 14 again. And the Vikings coming back. Oh, Maybe they fall short. Maybe the Lions get the ball back and they score. I think the two and a half with the Vikings does it for you, though. Yeah. I think or, yeah. You can, like, get them in. You know what I'll do? I'll probably put the Vikings in the 10-point teaser. Yeah, yeah, they, they play, play every game close. Bro, they're not gonna they're not gonna lose by more than twelve. True, put them in there. Although I, I mean, I said some things last week somewhere, and that didn't pan out too with the Ooh. Dolphins. But Ooh, you put them in there, you put the Bengals in there, because then the Bengals be getting four. Yeah, they're six point. Yeah, they, they close it. Still. And then you can even do the Chiefs. You're getting four, and then Chiefs key number. Yeah, with Chiefs you'd get plus one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know that's not how you're supposed to approach it. You're supposed to pick teams. Right. Two, two yeah, numbers. Yeah, one and a half. One, one and a half. Two, two and a half. And uh, low over unders. But fuck, if it works, it works. It, like, I like all those plays. Yeah. No, I, I think you just got to do what works. I mean, I think I'm like four for six on the year on those things. Um. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm batting. Really well with them. The only week I got screwed was when the Bills lost to the Jets. Yeah. That was the first 10 point favorite that lost outright in some time. Other one I might, I would consider adding in there would be uh, Steelers minus two. So boost that to Steelers plus eight against the, against the Ravens and Lamar's out. out. Um, yeah. Yeah. But it's at Baltimore. No, it's at Pittsburgh. I like that. Yeah. And you can get that at 12 and a half. Uh, uh yeah, yeah 12, 12 and a half, I think, depending on what book. Yeah, DraftKings is the best. If you guys like three team 10 point teasers, DraftKings has it at minus 120. 
Yeah, yeah that's a lot, lot of juice to pay, to pay but it's better than any other book that I've seen so far. Well, if you know a book, Caesars doesn't offer it. Barstool has it, but it actually changes the odds based on the odds of each leg. So if it's yeah. like minus 120 or 110 or 105, it's different. So I, I think DraftKings is the best. DraftKings, right. And also, too, yeah, you're, you're paying that minus 120 juice, but right. I, I think I'm... I'm six for eight with them. I think, again, a lot of it's lucky, but the Vikings. The Vikings have been money because they're always playing one possession game. So if they're dogs, that works. Teams that have really helped me, New Orleans, Atlanta, Pittsburgh. All three of those teams are usually dogs. Commanders have been good, too. I haven't played Commanders, too. Yeah, they're usually dogs. And they play close games. They play close games. Those divi- those NFC South divisional games. Yeah, those are all dog shit games. They're all dog shit games. Super close. But they're all super close. They're always low scoring. You always pick the dog in that, and you're getting 12 points. Yeah. <laughs> 13. When it, when a game is like... Right. Like the Saints and the... Yep. Saints and Bucks. Three and a half. 17, 16. Yep. But if you tease the Saints, 13 and a half. Well, that's it for episode six. six. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening, watching, all that good stuff. Catch you next time. See you on the flip side.